0: What's up, everybody? I'm your host, Shanae Wembley, and this is the So You Think podcast. On this podcast, I would journey through life as a wife, mother, and entrepreneur, where we would deal with topics surrounding life and culture right here on So You Think. What's up you guys and welcome back to another episode of So You Think I am your host Sinead Wembley and I am glad to be back talking to you guys So um, let's talk about the big elephant in the room There was no podcast, no episode at least a couple of weeks ago But I have a good reason, okay First reason is it was busy, it's a very busy week And I did not have any time to squeeze in an episode recording. So as you guys know, I've said this before, I record at night because that's when my kids asleep, and mainly when my house is quiet. So I record at night and because it was very busy a couple of weeks ago, your girl was tired, okay, when everybody else turned off. It's like my body shut off before I even knew it shut off okay so <laughs> that is why there was no episode but we are back we're not gonna you know stay on the past this is the present <laughs> and we are here now okay so welcome back you guys to another episode I'm glad to be back here I'm glad to talk to you guys oh and I forgot to say hello my beautiful thinkers as you know, we do a couple of segments before we get into the main topic of our episode. And the first segment that we are going to do is Melanin and Poppin. Today's Melanin and popping award goes to Miss Simone Biles herself. Okay, homegirl is out here killing. She is doing all the gymnastics things. And you know what's even more great is she took a break. To get her mental back because one thing about the internet, y'all are cruel. Yeah. I said it. <laughs> People are so cruel, they're mean, they're judgmental, don't know anything about nothing. Ain't 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 did one backflip, one twist. You can't even run without spraying your big toe. And y'all always got something to say about somebody else. That's neither here nor there. But she took a break. And she came back like she never stopped. And shout out to her because she also got married. I can't remember when, but she got married, and I'm happy for her. You getting all the things. And she came back, and Miss Ma'am said, "Oh y'all, <laughs> y'all forgot who I was. Allow me to reintroduce myself." And I was here for it. Every little piece of it again. Black woman doing her thing, dominating in her field. I'm always going to refer. Okay, so our next segment would be We Them Boys. Um, If you are new to this episode, I mean to this podcast, if you're new to this podcast, We Them Boys are about my kids. I have two boys that I love oh so dearly and uh, that drives me as my grandmother used to say, up the zero sometimes. <laughs> but I love them greatly. Oh, and sometimes, if my husband make me proud enough, I'll just play. But <laughs> we do boys, are about my kids because I have two boys. And uh, so for them, I'm going to talk about both of them. Um, as you guys know, I homeschool. And they are doing very well. Like, we had a little bumpy start. We did. But now they are getting well, Nathan is getting back into the like the whole routine logistics of everything. This is Zacharias because he's um three. So this is his first quote unquote school year. He's in a kindergarten phase. So this is his first quote unquote school year. And I'm proud of Zachariah because he's learning to adjust to um, when we're doing homework. It's time for homework. Yes, he still gets distracted. And y'all pray my strength. But he's adjusting very well. And he is remembering very well, which is always good for me. Okay? Now, Nathan, again, he has been doing this for a while. So... He's getting back into the swing of things, and I'm so very proud of him because his first four spelling um, tests, he has gotten an A or an B on it. I'm so very proud of him. Um, his time for, like, the testing or whatever, because they, they test to see how long it takes you to complete it. His timing is a little, the first few were, like, a little on the slurring, but he's starting to catch back up to where he was before we um, went on summer break. So I'm very proud of him about that. He um, he does school work during the summer. Um, not as much as he would on a typical like um, school day, but he does homework in the summer just to keep him fresh, to keep him on his toes, because something I realized about Nathan is if you don't make him do anything, He is going to forget it. (laughs) And that's one thing I was like, nope, we can't do that again the next school year because we worked so hard to get there. And then for you to just forget everything because you're not doing anything, um, that doesn't work for me. Okay? So he does at least, like, one thing of homework. And he has to read. And trying to see what else does he do he does something else but at least one thing of homework and he has to read a book before the rest of his day is like given to him so I'm very proud of him for getting um for passing all the first four of his spelling tests um now this semester they are giving him math tests so we will see how that go. is pretty good at math. He's really good with numbers. Um, so that should be, that should go pretty well. But yeah, I'm proud of both of them. So what was this? What's today? Today is. So last week. La- no. No, this week, Tuesday. On Tuesday, I gave them a free day. So, it was like like a little mental health day. Um, So, because they were doing so good, I took them to the movies. So, he kind of did like a half a day, actually, I should say that. He did like a half a day. So, the morning, he took his spelling test, and he did some of his spelling words, and then... I took them to the movies to go see Paw Patrol, and then we went to, like, the movie had, like, um, the theater, I should say. The theater had, like, a arcade attached to it, so I took them to the arcade, let them play some games and all of those things. So, you know, like the first field trip reward day for doing so good in um, the first few days of school, so very proud about that. Um, I will have that vlog. I did record some stuff, so I'll have that vlog up maybe by Monday, maybe. Let's see how, you know, busy the week gets. But by Monday, that vlog should be up. And if you want to watch it, you can follow me on So You Think on Instagram and TikTok. Yeah, so very proud of them. Um, Zachariah had me cracking up because... This is this was his first uh, movie experience because he is a pandemic baby. So when he was little everything was shut down. And this is the first time he was like ever been to the movie theaters. Uh Nathan's been before, of course. So there was one part. Um, uh, Papa Joe is really good. If you have kids, I would say take your kids go see it. There was this one part, um, well, the the mad scientist. She uh, picked up Marshall's uh, fire truck, and out of nowhere, Zachariah starts yelling, "No, put that down! It's not yours!" And I'm like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> it was hilarious because I'm like, he really thinks like <laughs> she can hear him, but it was also like, "Okay, son." Don't be that typical black kid. And <laughs> the movie there is, black people don't always have to yell. We've evolved from that, okay? <laughs> and then the other time, um, I forgot the mayor uh, and Papa Patrol name, but the mayor. He had, what did he do? Oh, he, like, got super big. He, like, took the crystal, whatever, and got super big and was like trying to fight the Paw Patrol and Zachary out of nowhere was just no I'm like oh my god (laughs) calm down (laughs) stop that I'm like calm down please but I enjoy watching him enjoy his (laughs) first it was hilarious um I'm very proud of them they're doing very well so yeah that's that we them boys I'm proud of them I think I'm going to do this segment too because I realized on the last episode on the A and B selection, I gave an A selection, but I didn't get my B selection. I completely forgot. I recorded it, edited it, and published it. I was listening in the playback once um, that Friday and I was like, yo, I'm like, oh my God, I didn't give a B selection. So anyways, my B selection, I'm going to piggyback off of that. My B selection is going to be Hallie Bailey Angel. Um, Hallie, you guys may know her, her and her sister, Chloe and Hallie Bailey. Amazing minstrels, artists, singers, writers, producers. A lot of people don't know, but they produce a lot of their music. Like, of course, they have... You know other people, but to, like, help and get started. But for the most part, they start their base off themselves. So um, Angel is very, it's very elegant, very delicate, very also empowering. Again, I'm here for black women, empowering black women. And it's very, like... For the culture, by the culture, and I love it. It is amazing. Now, let me tell y'all something. I would play it, but she on a whole nother. <laughs> I'm on a new level. She on a new level, so we ain't going, You just go look it up. Hallie Bailey, Angel. You're going to love it. Like okay, you know when Beyonce's um, "Brown Skin Girl" when that came out, how women felt. You're gonna feel that way when you listen to "Angel." It's very empowering, very artistic, very her. It's beautiful. I love it. Skill, love it. Okay, so now that I got that out the way, for my mishap from the last episode. Okay. We are going to now talk about the main topic. The main topic for today is going to be three things I wish I had in order before starting my business. If you did, not know. Again, if this is your first time listening um, to this podcast, go listen to some of that episode, the other episodes too. I think you might like it. But I am a entrepreneur. I have my own business called Shanae Lee Company. I started that business because of my oldest son and having a need that I couldn't get fulfilled because I waited too late. So I have a business and today, this episode, I think I'm going to talk about the business side of who I am. So, three things I wish I had in order before starting my business. Number one, I wish I would have took classes. Now, I say that because, um, for one, I am self-taught. So, I didn't go to school. And I'm not talking like in a school setting. I don't regret how I started because it gave me um, great respect for not only the craft, but my journey. Like, I am the level that I am today because of the way I started. So, I'm self-taught, I watched a lot of videos on YouTube, YouTube University. Um, If y'all haven't by now, y'all need to join. If you need to learn how to cook something, make something, fix something, build something, Nine times out of ten, YouTube has it. And if you are not a part of YouTube University, you think you're better. Let me tell you something. You're not. (laughs) Go on YouTube. So I watched a lot of videos and, you know, things to learn, like the basic things. Now, when I say classes, I'm saying like certain certain skills levels or like advantages that um i could have learned ahead of time so um because i learned from youtube i did a lot of trial and error things so like i'm like oh my gosh okay i got this idea in my head and i'm like okay i watched that video okay let me tell you about me real fast i'm Kind of moving ahead. I'm the type of person that can watch something a few times, envision it, and then I got it. Just like that. Like, it might need work, but I have the logistics of it, if you know what I'm saying. So, I study anything I do. I mean, even with the podcasting, I studied a lot of people before I actually started my own or when me and my husband was doing ours before we even started I was already like investing myself into podcasting so watching learning picking up videos seeing how they move how they interact or seeing how they um their lineup of the shows I studied all of that so it kind of gave it, it gives you that feel of how you want yours to be but to the point where you're not just copying if you get what i'm saying like you're still able to format your own way but you know what a good one should look like you know what i'm saying so i studied videos of baking i watch 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 and then i go okay now i have not only the confidence but the what's the word i'm looking for I have not the guts, but I have the hmm boldness. I'll say that. I have the boldness to actually get up and do it. So um I watched videos. I did a lot of trial and errors and made my first cake and that's what I do as a business, I'm a baker. So um, I made my first cake, and I've been progressing since, right? Since my son was maybe uh, three years old. Yep, I was three. Um, so, but I, because I was learning from YouTube and pretty much, like, showing myself, like, where wherever I went wrong, where to fix it and how to get like that, I had a lot of, I had to learn a lot through trial and error. And don't get me wrong. That's not bad. That's actually good because now you know what, again, what works for you and not just copying what you see someone else do. You know what works for you. But for so long, okay, I'm going to give you one point. I kept trying to figure out how everyone is getting these smooth, not really smooth, crisp, sharp edges. Okay, I would see it on my timeline, I would see it on YouTube, and I would be like, how in the world, mine still had like a little, a little flimsy little, (laughs) like, uh, no matter how hard I tried, I was like, I just can't get it, what is it? And then I kind of convinced myself, well, well, Sinead, that's, it comes with time, because People been doing this for years and it's skill and they've learned how to work with it and which icing works best and da, da 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 Yes, but what I did know was that some people were half-stepping it. And there's no there's no shame in it. There's no like no shade or anything. But there's this thing called acrylic disc. And one video I watched, I saw her pop it off. And she had extremely sharp edges. And I was like, it's like the light bulb just went off in my brain. Bing. That's what I'm missing. I'm missing the acrylic disc. Now, yes, some people did, you know, take their time and learn how to do it freehand crisp edges and what worked for them and it took them years to get it but some people were using acrylic disc and that's okay that's okay because guess what they both get the same end result but I didn't know that but if I would have took some classes so you think hello title of the show (laughs) So you think it's one way, but in reality, you can get the same result another way. It's not, I don't always have to be one specific way. And that's what I had to get in my mind. But if I would have took certain classes, I might have, I might have would have heard that. I might have, would not. You know, a lot of people like to gatekeep. And that is a whole nother conversation for a whole nother episode. But I might, I might have would have got that from them and I might not but I would have I would not have beat myself up as much compared myself harshly without knowing the full truth you know what I'm saying and again classes is not a bad thing I'm not saying enroll yourself for school or anything but there's a lot of people out here that um sell their services they sell what they've learned and what they've mastered and they um, sell it to you and show you how to get those same results. So classes is another way to invest in yourself. Um, anytime you do anything when it comes to business or even social media related, you have to invest. You have to invest. You can't take the corners. There's no shortcuts when it comes to business. There's no shortcuts. And if you do take the shortcut, nine times out of ten, you're going to fail. I'll back. Nine times out of ten, you will fail because you've built slow, fast, and you have not laid no type of foundation. You're going to fail. So invest, and in not even not only yourself, but into your business. I don't cut corners. When I take classes, I pay the full price. Now, if that person I'm taking a class from, if they give a discount code, your girl going to put the discount code in. Because <laughs> if I can save a few pennies, I will. So your girl going to put the discount code in. But I am going to, I'm, I see value. If I see value in something I need to learn, I'm going to invest in it. So classes. Okay, number two. Definition. I wish I had a, defin- a more solid definition of what I was when it came to this business. If you get what I'm saying. If not, let me break it down. So when I first started out, I was, you know, I'm doing cakes. Um, I wanted to kind of keep my horizon open just so I could be all things for all people. And I quickly... Realize that you cannot <laughs> be all things for all people, especially in business. I had to realize that, so I kind of kept it open first, and I was just doing like anything. So I was doing your typical like party favors, so like um, chocolate covered pretzels, your cake pops, your All of those things. Now, there's nothing wrong with that. There are some people who have made literally those party favors their business, and they're very successful at it. But they made that their business. You see what I'm saying? They defined their business as, I do chocolate-covered pretzels. I do chocolate-covered strawberries. I do cake pops. I do this. I do that. I did not do that. I left it open so I can have room to be all things for everybody. Which ultimately <laughs> kind of bit me in the butt. <laughs> because, okay, so here's another example. Because I wasn't getting a lot of, um, there was a downtime. There are downtimes times where I don't get a lot of orders. So I was like, man, I got to find something to do. I need to find something to do to where not only can I stay on y'all's feet, because um, whenever I get an order, this is content for me. So if I get content, I am able to post all over my social medias. I didn't always like having to um, make all of these sweets and stuff, and then I got to eat it or it got to be thrown away. Like, I hate doing that. So orders give me content so if I wasn't getting any orders I'm like man I gotta figure something out to where I could still have content I could be still be on y'all's feet and in y'all's hands because um I need y'all to be like man I was thinking about those cookies the other day what I got coming up Oh, I got this event coming up. I'm going to call Shanae. That's what I want. You see what I'm saying? So I was like, okay, think of something. Think of something. Um, uh, At the time, a lot of people, like, do cake jars. And I was like, nah, I don't want to do that because everybody's doing it already, right? So then I came up with the idea to, I had just took a macaron class, right? And... I came up with the idea to do flavors of the week. And that was all fine and dandy, especially for the first sale. That was all fine and dandy. I mean, it was, it was amazing. I had a, a nice amount of orders. I was excited. But um, the second and third time, I didn't really get that many because what I didn't know was, first, I didn't learn my audience. Again, definition. A lot of my audience have never even seen or knew what a macaron was. (laughs) Neither could they pronounce the word. (laughs) Mind you, I just learned what a macaron was and how to pronounce it. Maybe like, well, at the time of the sale, maybe like a few months ago. So a lot of my audience didn't even know What it was, so I literally have to explain it all the time. Oh, so a macaron is pretty much a delicate French cookie, so that's the special, especially the method I did. I did the French method, two separate cookies that you put together to make the macaron sandwich, and it's made out of almond flour, but the real flavor or what gives you that. You know, that excitement about the cookie is the filling. And I found myself having to explain that every time when I was making a sell. only thing about that was if they don't know what it is, they may not be interested. See what I'm saying? Again, definition. I did not give myself any type of definition. My business, I should say. I didn't get my business definition. So I had to stop doing that because I was like, man, okay, it's nice. I'm getting the good content. It looks good, tastes good, but it's not selling, right? So then I went from macarons to, okay, well, I'm going to make cookies, and I'm going to do chocolate chip cookies. I'm going to do Snickerdoodle cookies. I'm going to do peanut butter cookies, and... I'm going to do white chocolate macadamia cookies, okay? I did that sale. Again, the sale went really good. But the problem I ran into again was now I went from being your special occasion cake cupcakes and, you know, that look to now I'm your friendly neighborhood cookie lady, And my business, again, went without definition because I tried to leave it open for everybody. I went, my business starved because it went without. You get what I'm trying to say? If I had more definition, I wouldn't have picked those because now, even to this day, I still have to tell people, now, see, okay, look, here's the problem. when You don't define what you're building. And this is word, okay? When you don't define what you're building, you give everybody else the opportunity to tell you what they want. What they want, sorry. You give them the opportunity to tell you what they want. So I would get people calling me and they'd say Hey, <coughs> hey niece, um <laughs> Your mama posted some pictures of you making some cookies. And um, I wanted to know if you could make me some uh, some cookies. And I go, well, that was actually like a sale that I was doing, a flash sale, just to get customers here. And I really don't, that's not what my business really focused on. Okay, well, what do you, what, are you uh, what is your business about? And I go, well, okay, well, my business is, um, I focus on like special occasions, um, cakes, cupcakes, that kind of thing. And then they'll go, oh, okay, you do cupcakes? Yeah, I do. Um, How much would it be for six cupcakes? <laughs> and I'm like, six? Sit, you literally want me to make a full batter of, of cake batter? So you want me to, four? I mean, four sticks of butter, you want me to crack open two, three eggs, (laughs) you want me to (laughs) add all this sugar, flour, a a tablespoon and a half of vanilla, (laughs) you want me to use all of those ingredients for six cupcakes. But I, I had nobody else to be mad at but myself because I did not define what my business was. I did not give my business a soul, if you get what I'm saying. I did give my business a soul. I kind of just let it float in the air. <laughs> like It was some type of ghost. But I had to learn that I cannot just leave everything open for others to define it and for two just to say that I'm able to do it. There's no there's no point of running a business just so you can say, oh I do this. There's no point. Especially if you're it's not even flourishing. So I literally had to regroup myself in what um I'm known for. So now I'm. I let it be known. Now you see, by doing this, I have to work two times harder because now I have to not shoot or like reject the ones that's already here, but I have to redirect them and they're focused on what I actually do. So now I have to tell people all the time, hey, if you want single cupcakes. If you want chocolate chip cookies, if you want um, any other things else that I do that's um, outside of my main focus of my business, you have to come to my pop up. So, if you don't know, I host a pop up shop. I try to do yearly. This year, um, that i probably won't be able to do it this year. Like it, it, it really breaks my heart. It really breaks my heart that I won't be able to. But I also have to look at the, on the flip side, I have been doing a lot of more cupcake classes today. That's something else I'm trying to push. So I have been doing a lot of more cupcake classes this year. And I'm very proud of that. I'm proud of that. So although I'm kind of like slacking in one area as far as keep being consistent with the pop-up, I am um, building and reintroduce I'm not reintroducing, but I am building and introducing another half of my company. So excited about that, but I am very I hope it could happen. But I'm also not going to limit myself to um specifically having my pop up shop one way. If I can find another way to do it, I'm gonna try. You want those those single treats. You want to buy six cookies. You want to buy two cupcakes. You come to the pop-up shop because that's what that's for. That's what I defined it as. You get know what I'm saying? Definition. Our business needs definition. Say it with me. My business needs definition. So um, the pop-up shop, that's what it's created for. It's created for me to have a way to, again, stay on your feet and to stay in your hands. I came up with a, a method when well, I didn't come up with it. Um, an old mentor of mine, she actually suggested that I should think about doing it. And when she said it, it was like it clicked. Like that, there, there it go. There go my way to stay on your feet and in your hands. So if I'm gearing up for the pop-up i'm constantly posting about it um i am telling you what you can order i have a i created a section on my website where you could pre-order your treats that way you don't have to worry about me selling out of something that you actually want um different ways i gave i gave my business definition of to how to still be involved with not only my clients but the social media and then that way while you're eating that I'm going to be the person that pops up in your head when you're like oh my son's birthday coming up who should I call if you're looking for personalized like very personal so I, I like I really have not even I don't feel like I've made the same cake, like design-wise, more than once. So it literally is like personalized just for you and your event. If that's what you're looking for, you know what my flavors taste like, I'm going to pop up in your head. Again, on your feet and in your hands. Say it with me. (laughs) On your feet and in your hands. So it took me a minute to get here. But I was definitely able to define, to give my business definition of, hey, I am more of a specialty cake maker. So you're not gonna find me doing pound cakes anymore. I took that out. Sick, girl. You know, when I tell y'all, I was literally leaving the door open. Like, Lord, however you wanna bless me, bless me. And he like, girl. Draw it in, draw near. <laughs> Roll that thing in, please. Like I was selling, trying to sell pound cake, cookies, macarons. Now macarons the macarons and cookies are still on my menu, but you have to get it at the pop up, and you can also request um for them to be on your cakes. But yeah, I'm not doing a sell flavor of the week type of thing. Now I'm gonna say this. And then I'll need to go back to a statement I was making because I don't want to forget. Now, in the future, when I have a bakery, if that's something I actually decide to pursue, uh, a brick and mortar, if I decide to do that or, let's say I move and we move to a bigger home where I'm able to um, attach some type of bakery in the back of my house, like a complete setting away from my personal kitchen, and it is just... That, whether it could be like a form of my brick and mortar, um, that's something I would think about doing. I would think about cupcakes, flavors of the week. These are the flavors. I'm going to have them ready. Then blah, blah, blah. Cup, uh macaron flavors of the week. Cinnamon rolls. I'm making, you see what I'm saying? I'll be able to do that because I will have the space for that. But right now, I don't. So in order for me to flourish in my business, I have to define it for where I am now and for where I'm going. I am preaching better than y'all is saying amen. Hello? I'm talking to y'all. Define your business for where you are at now and for where you're going. So my pop-ups in the future, if I was to get a brick and mortar, you will already know what to look for. Of course, I have new flavors, but you've tasted my things before. You you would know. So it would be nothing for you to be like, oh, Sinead's open today. She's selling this this week. I'm going to go here and get that. Again, on your feet and in your hands. <laughs> and I have so many visions and so many plans for the pop-up shops that I know it's going to be and um taking my time, and I'm trying to be strategic, and I am very grateful and very blessed for everybody who has come so far, every vendor that has been a part of my business, because I also support all black vendors. Um, The first two, I believe, the first two, no, I've only did two pop-up shops. Yeah, so the first pop-up shop was all black women I love that for me and for us. It was all black women. The last pop-up shop was all black people. So I had women and a, a male at that pop-up shop. Um, I would love to keep it that way because as business, we, as black business, we also, we need to not only work professionally and show people that we can actually do this, but we need to also shine in a good way. We need to shine in a good way. So, very excited about that. So, let me go back to my point before I forget. So, um, I was out here trying to do, like, pound cakes and all these things, right? And it was getting out of hand because now people were trying to define me as your typical baker. When I say homebreaking I mean, like, Grandma's kitchen, and there's nothing wrong with that. If that's what you're basing your business off of, as Grandma's kitchen, then go for it. Go full speed ahead with that, and stick with that, and give it that that feel. But that's not what I was going for, and I was giving off Grandma's kitchen when I was trying to give off Carlos Bakery. If you know, if you don't know who that is, Carlos is amazing cake artist. He's like one of the top male cake artists you will ever see. I mean, he's all over the place. You go to Vegas, he has a restaurant where he serves cakes. There, he has multiple um, brick and mortars all over. Look him up; he's amazing. Oh, he was the man. That had to show Cake Boss. If you ever, because I know a lot of people like to watch. Um, people make cakes and stuff. If you ever, that type of person, where you like to watch baking and all of that jazz. Cake Boss. That's That used to be his show. So I was giving Grandma's Kitchen when I was trying to give Cake Boss. Carlos, Carlos Bakery. And... Again, couldn't be mad at anybody but myself because I let I left it open. I left that door open. So, number two would be definition. Number one, classes. Number two, definition. Number three, now this is a doozy. <laughs> okay. This is a, a doozy. <laughs> number three would be contract for family and friends. so let's start off with this family and members i mean family and friends don't 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 be asking your relative or your friend with a business for discounts okay don't don't ask let them give it to you if they decide to but don't that's so tacky that is so tacky to ask for it Let them give it to you if they decide to. And then don't y'all go be telling them what they charged y'all. You hear me? So tacky. If they, yeah, yeah, she did it for me a certain price, but um, you should reach out to her. Reach out to her and see what she, you know. Don't just be telling Girl, she she let I only pay seventy five dollars, and your friend come to me. Oh, can I get a uh, can I get a a three tier cake for seventy five dollars? And then I got a <laughs> I got a know, No, hey, I don't know where you got that missed, <laughs> that <laughs> that wrong information from, but it does, you're not going to get a three-tier cake for $75. I'm sorry. But <sighs> Anyways, contracts for family and friends. So here's what I mean. Because it's, can, it can be a sticky situation, especially if you want to be generous because of your love for them or your knowledge of them. Um, It can get a little sticky because this is still your business. And your business does not thrive off of discounts. Mm. I'm going to say that again. Your business does not thrive off of discounts. And we should all know that by now because Dollar Tree then went up. Dollar Tree said, listen here, broke boys, we can't keep giving y'all this stuff. And we want to bring new stuff in. We can't keep giving you the good new stuff for a dollar. You got to pay $1.25. If Dollar Tree got to go up, you and your business need to be up. Okay? Today's price... <laughs> Yesterday's price is not today's price, especially in this economy, okay? Your business does not thrive off of discounts. So, if you are or if you choose to give a certain friend or family member a discount, I would say create a contract. Something I am working on. Because is to make sure that everybody um stays in between the lines. Okay. We have to stay in between the lines because relationships and business, you can kind of cross when you cross those those lines and you do it not uh, you do it in a way that's kinda um rub people's shoulders the wrong way. It gets it gets very, it gets very sticky, it gets very sticky. And that's something you don't want. You don't want that type of attention towards your business. So, but if I create a contract and you sign the contract, once I send you an invoice, you sign this contract, the lines aren't as sticky because... Now we have something to base, Um, we have something to keep us accountable. I'll say that Um, on both ends. We have something to keep us accountable. So um, I can't do you any type of way just because we're family, and you can't treat me any type of way just because we're family. You get what I'm saying? Um, Now people probably still can, but then that becomes your choice of if you want to, Give them that opportunity or that discount or anything anymore. That becomes your chance to be like, "Mm, I gave you that try and you failed. So (laughs) this is actually will never happen again. So, yeah, contracts for family and friends. I'm going to tell you a story. I'm going to tell you a story (laughs) about um, someone that I was getting to know, knew, knew of them, and they wanted to buy a cake, so I said, okay, cool, yeah, you know, I know you, and yeah, it'd be amazing, and through our conversation, I'm very, like, I'm very heavy on especially when you um, are ordering a cake from me. I'm very heavy on please go to my website because, um, or email me because I may forget something, you may forget to tell me something, but paper trails don't lie, you know, which is why, as you know, when people are doing bad stuff, that' stuff they shouldn't be doing, they always say, I don't want to leave a paper trail. Why? Cause it don't lie. So if I misread something, I have something to go back to reference off of. Or if you thought you told me something and you didn't, I have something to point to. You get what I'm saying? There's no gray area for us to like, cause the gray area is the slippery slope. Again, the the lines that you cross. So um, there's no gray area when it comes to information or misinformation so i'm like we're like talking in email i i know you have to sometimes but i really hate the phone calls or the text messages because that stuff get lost that stuff get forgotten again you always want to create a paper trail especially when it becomes clients period period but also with family and friends Create the paper trail and just let them know, like, hey, I'm not, it's not to be, like, um, mean or, quote, unquote, bougie or anything. But it's just to make sure everybody is held to a certain level of accountability. So, anyways, um, and mind you, all this stuff is also, you You guys, you need to have a policy, too. Um, I have one. I created one, um, but, yeah. So, we were talking. I told her what needs to be done. Hey, okay, you need this, this, I need this, about this, blah, 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 because, again, I work from my home, so I don't necessarily have storage room to be buying all this stuff in bulk and then just having it when I need it because I live here. (laughs) So, my living space is colliding with my business space. So to prevent that, I always ask people 14 days in advance, and you have to, when I give you the invoice, you have to pay it. And this says it, it says this in my policy, that you have to pay it. If not on that, that first, when I give you the invoice, after that first email reminder, because um, my website, the dashboard I has it sends out reminders if... um You did not uh, fulfill the payment. So after that first email reminder, if you have not paid the balance, then your order and your hold is no longer valid, right? It's no longer valid because now you've put me in a rushed setting, and I don't do good. I mean, I get it done, but I don't. It don't bring the best out of me when I'm being rushed. It doesn't. It doesn't bring the best out of me. So now I'm like frustrated, and I'm making mistakes that I usually wouldn't make because I'm tired and I'm um, over rushed. I'm rushed, and I, I I told myself I wasn't. I don't do rush orders anymore, and that's something I should have stuck by, and I didn't. Um, I'm like, yeah, you know, just make sure you, you know, have it in this day, blah, 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 blah. (sighs) Yeah, okay, okay, okay. No, they did not, they did not do what they were supposed to. And now I I will admit, I did mess up in one area, actually a few areas. I didn't hold myself to my own policy. And what I mean by that is because I knew this person, I was letting things go or letting things slide, and my policy said I don't allow. My policy specifically said I don't allow this, 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 and this. And because I knew that person, I was letting it go. I was letting things slide. Again, those lines. I was crossing my own lines because I knew her, and I'm like, okay, well, i just, you know, give her a little bit more time, okay? I did not receive the payment until, I'm going to say, like, the day before the event, yeah. Day before the event. Now, at this point, it is too late. Literally too late. Even though I have Prime, there's no Amazon power <laughs> that I have where I can just blink and get everything I need. Like, it was literally too late, especially for what you were at, what she was asking for. It was literally too late. She sent the payment and then texted me. Hey, sent the payment. So I'm looking at it and I'm like, here's another reason why you need a contract because I was conflicted with my own self because I'm like, oh, should I still do it? Because I know that like they need it for this then and, and I'm like, oh my gosh, what am I gonna do? And I really considered doing it, but again, I'm like it's not even at this point it's not even possible. It's not even possible. Um I don't like doing rush rush orders anymore. Um there's some people that will, but guess what? I'm not going to do it. Again, you do I do not get my best results when I'm being rushed. Even a bakery will tell you. It's actually one of the reasons why I started baking because I waited till the last minute and that bakery told me no, sis. <laughs> No, ain't gonna happen. And I was like, well, what am I gonna do? (laughs) And I literally said to myself, well, I guess I'll give it a try. Can't be that hard. (laughs) It was hard. (laughs) It is hard. (laughs) But once you, you know, you get the hang of it, it gets easier. But it was hard. (laughs) But literally, they told me no. You, you especially when they have other orders. You, they uh, Now, I'm not as big as, as a bakery yet. Huh? Yeah, I said it, yet. <laughs> but they have tons of orders. But again, I am a mom. I am a wife. I am a, a teacher. I homeschool my kids. I am a business owner. So guess what? I don't have just as... They don't have that time for late orders and stuff like that. I don't have that time, nor do I have the space to. Again, for storage reasons, I don't have it for you to be sending me money the day before, for you to get to what I the type of cakes that I make. You want me to do that the night before? It can't be done. Not in my life. Not in my situation. It can't. Somebody else, maybe. But, I, again, I outsource everything. You want a picture on your cake? I have a lady. I pay her. I pay her to print out your picture. She mails it to me. I slap that thing on your cake. Beautifully slap it on your cake. <laughs> but I put it on your cake. I outsource. Amazon. I get some of my, um th- that cake board to make your cake look all pretty and presentable. Amazon. I outsource. So... There's no way for me to do everything I need to do literally in a day or a few hours. So I talked it over with Lewis, and I was like, I'm going to just stand on what I said because I said I wasn't going to do rush orders anymore. So I stood on what I said, and I said, hey, I'm so sorry to, to tell you this, but it's just not going to be possible anymore. Like, I won't be able to. I'm going to send you your money back right now. Actually, actually, I had already sent it back to her. And she texted me back like, well, what am I supposed to do? And I was like, well, I was trying to tell you that you have to pay it at a certain time because I have to, it's to get it made the way you want it. And she was just like, I can't remember the other little... The other little um stuff that she was saying because we kinda went back and forth for a little while. Oh, oh, and she said something like, Well, if you needed a deposit, you should have just said that. And I was like, No, it's not I don't it's not a deposit. I don't do deposits. Now, you do I do make you pay I mean, to hold your spot, you do have to pay a thirty dollar um Non refundable or $30 retainer fee because I had a lot of people do that to me to where uh, they say they want a cake on this day and I close that day off and somebody else asked me and I say No, I already have another um, cake that I'm going to be doing, going to be doing on that day and then they cancel. So now I missed out on two cakes, not just one, two. So I started making people pay a $30 retainer fee huh this lawyer talk for you (laughs) business talk (laughs) a 30 dollars retainer fee because if you decide you're going to cancel at least i left with something because i've already closed that day off again i don't have a big space so if i close that day off is that day is dedicated to your cake it's dedicated to you and then if you decide you want to cancel now, I'm out of two monies. <laughs> so, at least that $30, I got something. So, she was like, she said something to that I said. And I was like, no, it's, it's not a deposit. You did not follow the rules. And she didn't follow the rules because I didn't enforce them. So, we continued talking and then uh, said something that really got to my core. And I'm not going to lie hurt me in a way, like, hurt my feelings in a way. And I'm like, hey, yo, like, chill out, bro. But she was like, this is, I try to support black business, but this is why I don't, because we do things like this. Like, why can't we work and be professionals? And dah, 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 dah. Went down this whole spiel of how I am like another black business that, can't perform when they're supposed to. And I'm like, now looky here. <laughs> could I have done some things better? Yes, of course. One thing I could have done more was enforce my rules, but I didn't because I got laxadaisy because it was a friend, someone I was getting to know. I knew you, so I got like sedaisy with you because you were familiar. So I kind of took my foot off the brakes a little bit when I should have been pumping the brakes. (laughs) Like, hey, no, 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 no. If you want this on this day, it needs to be done by this. This needs to be done. That's what I should have been doing, but I didn't. So could I have done things better? Yes. Yes. But to not acknowledge at all where you have just like literally decided that you were just going to pay me when you were ready. Or maybe you forgot. I mean, we all forget. We got a lot of stuff going on. But once I I told you it was no longer possible, you coming at me the way you did should not have happened. Should not have happened. But the whole situation should not have happened. If I would have enforced my rules. If I would have had a contract to say, hey, family and friends contract, I'm giving you a discount. You cannot disclose your discount to anyone. I am going to do this. You cannot do this. Um, it needs to be paid on this day. No, no, love, no uh, other day after that. Like, I should have had something enforced to... That could have saved that, you know, that friendship or whatever could have been. But I didn't, and it got sticky in other areas that it kind of messed up. And now am I completely saying that uh, the other areas got messed up because of that? I can't fully say that. I can't fully say that. But I can assume. So she was just like, yeah, what what am I going to do? I'm like... And then accused me of keeping the money, which I don't play with. I don't play with people's money. That's one thing I don't play with. Because two things, two things, you ain't gonna play with me. Okay? That's my family or my money. Try either or, and I might have to apologize for some things that might come out of my mouth. <laughs> like, don't play with it. Don't play with it. Baby, don't play with it. I would never keep somebody's hard-earned money that you worked hard for. I'm not a thief. Not a thief. Would never do that. So I sent the money back, and she she didn't get it until, like, maybe a day or two later. And she was like, well, you said you sent it back right away, and you did it. I'm like, no, I did. You take that up with your credit card. When you do a return, everybody knows a card has at least two to three business days before you see that on there again. So the accusations and everything, I was just like, yeah. Okay. I know better now. And these are some lines I just cannot let cross again. So the three things. And you that's it. I may do this again. Cause there's some other things I've learned about being in business. But those are my top three as of right now. Three things I wish I knew before I started my business. One, classes. Invest in yourself. Number two, definition. Define what your business is. Define that thing. All the way down to the T. And then don't let nobody try to tell you what it is. Don't leave the door open. I know Bruno Mars said he leaving the door open. You ain't. (laughs) Close that door. And you ain't coming through the back door either. You got to come through the front door and ring the doorbell. <laughs> Don't be Bruno. Don't be me either. Close the door. We ain't leaving it open. Okay. And then number three, contracts for family and friends and also clients. Regular clients too. Please make contracts for your regular clients. So that is the end of this episode. I am so happy if you have listened all the way to the very end, I hope you've learned something. I hope you've understood everything that came out of my mouth. I hope I was very clear and precise in trying to get you to understand to not make the same mistakes that I made. Yes, there's growth within making mistakes, but I always tell my son, if there's a pothole there, and I've seen the pothole and I fell in the pothole, and I tell you there's a pothole there, You do not have to find out there's a pothole there. You can be better than me and ride around the pothole. And that is what evolving is. That's what pouring back into your community is. That is what help is. That is what community is. If you have finished the whole episode, go back in the comments and tell me one thing you wish you knew before you started. An adventure that you you that you're on. So whether it's podcasting, whether it's business, whether it's I don't know, organization, anything. What is one thing you wish you learned before you started? Please like, uh, comment, share, share this podcast so I can become more noticeable on other platforms. So people can be like, oh, so you think what that is? Let me hear. <laughs> so please do that please follow me on social media on instagram and tiktok at so S-O-O, you think on instagram is um underscore and uh, i will be thinking about you until the next one bye <laughs>